Well, I wanted to have the Godzilla roar, but apparently that's copywritten, so we can't use it. <laughs> now I might get sued. But anyway, welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. This is episode number 37. I'm your host, Joe Zakreski, joined today by Eddie Kayazo. Hi, Ed. How are you? Joe, good evening. And I just want to say something quick on that Godzilla roar. The worst movie in the franchise, which was Godzilla 98, had the best Godzilla roar. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. I agree. And then also joining us is our friend Steve Fees from Keystone Retro. Hey, Hello. Steve. How Hello, are you? gentlemen. Yeah. yeah and, and it is in the Come With Me song by Puff Daddy and featuring Jimmy Page in that yes. roar at the beginning. Yeah. Remember? And, and the Brain Stew uh, remix for the Godzilla soundtrack. Oh, my Gosh. It just literally has that roar in. Yeah, that's all it is. And it's just brain stew. <laughs> Man, maybe we'll have to revisit that one just for the soundtrack like we Turner. did for Freddy vs. Jason. We should MST3K that one, the 98 Godzilla. Right? Oh, we That'd should totally good. do that. Yeah. and uh, But what we're talking about today is the most recent one, mm-hmm. Godzilla versus Kong. Woo! Is that what it, it, yeah, Godzilla. Yes, it, it, I, I kept getting him messed up. <laughs> I keep saying Kong versus Godzilla and I keep throwing in King, but there is no actual King Kong. And what I like about this this whole new thing, if this started off as uh, a joke where it's like, I'm going to get hyped for Godzilla versus Kong because mm-hmm. this just looks so absurd. Uh, the only one I had seen in this franchise before was that first uh 2014 yes godzilla, godzilla with yeah. brian cranston who's in it for a cup of tea but they just wrote off the breaking bad there's like yeah. well he's uh, in it yeah right brian cranston in, in the movie yeah so I, I was like yeah this looks absurd and then i was at your house steve and we were watching football i'm like have you seen the trailer for this mess and it was pretty good yeah. i like the trailer <laughs> we was that the super bowl i want to say that was the super bowl uh, that, no, that trailer it was, it was the playoffs okay. it was, you know it was, it was the it was, a, it was the it was a rough day for you yeah that was a rough day we won't we won't bring <laughs> it let's up. not let's not open old wounds but so and then i was talking with eddie about it who you know he, he's got a love for godzilla because his, his father loves godzilla yes so if you go to the kayazo house there was always like a godzilla doll somewhere yeah yeah Somewhere. Uh, and somewhere. I, have, I have no passion for it, so I'm just well, here as someone who watched the movie. Yeah. I mean, we figured it's like, ah, let's get another voice on here for fun. And, you know, you can always go to KeystoneRetro.com and type in Red River for 10% off your order Ooh, at Keystone that Retro. That you definitely can. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. And 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 just a sidebar. Sure. I, I, went to, I went to Target last night, Target today, Walmart today, and it is sold out of all Godzilla stuff, all of... Hmm. Kong stuff and leading up to this, there was a lot. Like all through the fall, like NECA had the line and they were just putting out Godzilla after Godzilla. They're all sold out now and they they were sitting on the shelves forever. Yeah. So I don't know if NECA pulled it or if they're just sold out with the hype for the movie. I don't know. Well, Steve, you might eventually have some Godzilla stuff for well, Keystone Retro because what I'm looking to do, I, I love Godzilla. I do have sure. like a two foot tall one from the 2014 film. Okay. It's a big one. Like what I ultimately aim to do years and years and years down the line is just, you know, get rid of that stuff and sure. sell it for uh-huh. a higher amount. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And then me, I decided I was going to be team team Kong because I, I genuinely do really like the original 1933 King Kong. It's one of those older black and white movies that I really feel holds up Mm -hmm. to even today's standards like it's campy it's fun like it's funny to look at the old special effects but if you think about 
for the time it was made, you can really appreciate what was done. Yeah. And um, it's, it's really, it's you know, really I, well acted. Everything about it. So it's like, oh, this is great. And it's got a, inter, it has an actual intermission. In yeah, it yeah. Because yeah. it's so long. But I don't. And, I, it's, and it's hardly even that long by today's standards. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just mm. wanted to say this is Red River Heart episode number 37. Just a little bit on how we got here. So the first dueling movie reviews was for mm-hmm. the reboot of Wrong Turn. Yep. Then, Joe, because for no reason at all, you decided to get excited about Godzilla vs. Kong. Yep. So we decided to do the Versus series. Yep. And that started with Alien vs. Predator, mm-hmm. Freddy vs. Jason, and now we are here, episode 37, at Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes, extremely, right. extremely long road, but here <laughs> yeah. we are. We made it. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you this much. So, it, I mean, what when this was coming out, I really didn't follow, you know, I didn't see Kong Skull Island. I didn't yeah. see Godzilla King of the Monsters. I now have. What's what? The Monsterverse is what is what yeah. Warner Brothers is dubbing this. It's the Monsterverse. Or- and where Warner Brothers completely missed the mark in trying to compete with like Disney and Marvel, this it, they took that Marvel model mm-hmm. and applied it to these classic monsters with a tweak and a revisioning, and I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's- this is just fun. All those movies were just fun to watch. I totally agree. I I had fun this entire movie. Yeah. I I, I don't really have... I, if I want to pick it apart, I could, but I don't really have a bad thing to say about it. Yeah. Just, you know, right off the bat. So, spoiler alert, you know, that's my, my feelings about the movie. Now, are you going to contribute some, uh, maybe like a paragraph or two, your thoughts for RedRiverHorror.com to be part of Joe and I's uh, dueling movie reviews post? I, I definitely could. Okay, I, I cool. could. I could take some of my notes right here and and turn this into a into a article for sure, or just a paragraph or two. So All I right. would definitely do that. Well, Joe, not to hijack the show here, Joe Zakreski, our great host, but I first wanted to get your opinion going into this. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to your thoughts on Godzilla vs Kong, please. Joe, you start. Rank the films in this "quote unquote" monster verse from this new monster verse. Yep, w- including Godzilla vs Kong. Okay, um, I would go number one for me would be Kong Skull Island. Two would be Godzilla two thousand fourteen. Three uh, Godzilla vs Kong, and four Godzilla King of the Monsters. Steve, I would probably go with twenty fourteen Godzilla. Godzilla versus Kong, then Kong Skull Island and uh, King, of the King of the Monsters last. Yeah. All right, me, I'm going in order. Godzilla 2014, then Kong Skull Island, then Godzilla King of the Monsters, then Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla. Interesting. From, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's. I mean, they're all pretty. They're, they're all really fun. So. <laughs> they're fun. It's like remember yeah. when. Tom Cruise was in The Mummy, and they were trying to bring back the classic monsters, which I still think is going to continue, but The Mummy just wasn't. (laughs) It just wasn't. No. Universal failed miserably with that uh, redone Universal Monsterverse thing. Which is what this is right now? I think this is great. I feel like they abandoned it way too fast, and that was the problem. So they did the the Mummy, and then it was like, all right, well, we see where our cash grab is and that's just doing these big action movies and then went right into the scorpion king and Mm -hmm. then they just completely veered off 
and just you know yeah well so and then, like, then the, they came back with the tom cruise one and then that, that just yeah they well, forgot well, about it again well his that one was to bring back the one from the 40s yeah 50s it was supposed to, so they like were cut out the brendan fridge so it would have been that and then another dracula and mm. another frankenstein so dracula or, actually happened i haven't seen it but they technically started this it was dark universe is that's what they not were that's to not do. friend of the show clace bang right that was the no just no bbc no, yeah, that no. was just like a mini yeah a little mini series thing clace yeah. bangs was was good and i hear this universal uh they tried to stay it was called dark universe Okay. So if you watch the beginning scrawl of, if that's even what's called, the Mummy 2017, there was mm-hmm. this dark universe thing that came over as like a universal graphic. Okay. Um, there was a Dracula film before that. I can't say that I watched it and I can't remember what year, but that Dracula one would have technically been the first in this dark universe. The Mummy mm-hmm. was the second where they introduced, uh, uh, what's Russell Crowe's character? He was Jekyll and Hyde. That's right. So they tried all that. Now I believe what we're getting next is Bride of Frankenstein, and I think that was cast. Uh, okay. Angelina Jolie was cast to play Bride of Frankenstein. Ah, what? Ah, really? And the yeah. Invisible Man was a part of that as well, which I, was awesome. I thought. All right. So I, I actually enjoyed the. So Invisible maybe they're Man not missing well. the mark as much as I'm. You know, it's just because the I'm, Mummy did. I'm giving Warner Brothers a lot of credit for this this Kong Godzilla monster verse because the whole DC thing that they tried to redo, they rushed it. And then those movies are all crap to the point where it's like, I won't watch the Snyder recut. Maybe I will at some point, even people are like, Oh, it's so much better. The bar is so low that I, that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. I have, I have zero excitement to watch it. Yeah. And so if I watch it and it's okay and kind of decent, I'll probably enjoy it. So one one thing with Joe, not to crap on what are Warner Brothers here, it's yeah. legendary pictures, I believe, that and and maybe we can bring one of our filmmaker friends on the show to explain how this works. Mm-hmm. But Legendary made the film and Warner Brothers pretty much has a partnership with them. Because Legendary Pictures could be distributed by anybody, Universal, Disney, for sure, Warner Brothers. Yeah. So that's what mm-hmm. I think happened is they came to them with this Godzilla. And if Godzilla was a success, which it was in 2014, then they would keep riding with yes. it. I mean, hey, keep them coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right if, with it. If they're all a ride like this, yeah. yeah. Keep, yeah. keep them going on. Yeah. I mean, and what was, what was even made it even more fun was us talking about just like, oh, like, you know, Team Kong, Team Godzilla. It's like, <laughs> who's going to win? And, um, just for for something someone who never saw it i was in like a little thread with um buddy anthony allberger and uh charlie lecky jumped in there friend of the show good old charles yeah says i just hope they learned the true meaning of friendship well (laughs) which i didn't want to just be like spoiler alert but hey here's your spoiler alert bros and girls because we are going to be talking uh, yeah i was going to say if you're if you've made it this far Uh and you haven't seen the movie Either you're not going to see the movie, or go watch the movie and come back. Yeah, yeah, that, that's because from here, because from here out, it's going to be spoiled. So, Steve, that's very good what you just brought up there. So that is a great jumping off point. Um, so right now, if you haven't seen Godzilla vs Kong, turn it off, and then I will t- continue to tell our listeners while these people are turning it off about Keystone Retro. So you, <laughs> you check out, if, if you find some Godzilla Kong gear there at uh, Keystone Retro. There's nothing up there. Well, I'm, I'm buying a house. Even so. a VHS tape? 
I mean, I could. There's a we, we gotta go thrifting. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, but if you find something you like on Keystone Retro, use that code Red River at checkout. Save ten percent. Spoilers. Here we go. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, we. <laughs> I just couldn't stop laughing at like he's joking, but that's exactly what happens. Because when we're yeah. like, we had a like. Did you, Steve? When when you're going into it, did you have any kind of like theory about what the outcome of this could have been? So, I, I for the the entire time that the movie started, I'm like Kong. Kong's winning this, and mm-hmm. I and I went into it with mentality of wrestling, which is Kong just kept getting his ass kicked for the beginning of the movie, in the middle of the movie. He need he needed everyone's help, which to me signifies that's just the the good guy being down, and then at the end they're gonna win. So I went with classic good guy, bad guy, heel face, whatever term like technology or terminology. Mm-hmm. But as soon as Mecha Godzilla came in, I'm like, all right, they're both going to take it down and it's going to be a, yeah. a happy ending. And all they right. learn the true meaning of friendship. A- Ashley called it like right away. She's like, they're both going to get together and they're going to beat him up. I'm like, of course, that's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. Because I liked, I liked Eddie Ed's a lot. Which was um, you? You had said it's like, well, this is set up so that like Kong wins. They haven't called him King Kong yet, so yep. he defeats Godzilla and becomes King, King Kong. Kong. Yeah, I, that's it's fair, fair logic. Yeah, oh, but like this Kong is a different Kong than previous King Kongs. Yeah, like it's a similar type setup, but like the whole Hollow Earth thing. I was like, oh, is there going to be like an army of Kongs that rise from the middle of the? <laughs> Like an army of giant gorillas that just come out of here and just mess up some lizard. I mean, is that where this is going to go? I, you know, I had read, I'd read I'm yesterday. I'm even more okay with that. Yeah. I'd read yesterday that this is considered the end of like this chapter. So if we're saying like MCU, like this is phase one. So this would, and that's why there was no end credit scenes. There was no mid credit right. scenes. This is the end of the chapter for now. Yeah. I, fig- I mean, it's a good, it's a good stop. Yeah. Point right here. And so I, I think they're I think this is probably been the biggest most talked about movie of the pandemic so far. So I yeah. I, I think there'll probably be another one. Yeah. So Kong is larger than he was in Kong Skull Island. He was still growing. Oh, is, Kong. That, is that what they're saying? Yes. Well, oh. that was in, in Kong Skull Island, they even say it as part of the uh the script, like they say, yeah. he's like, oh, he's you know, and he's still growing, so he's a bigger, mm. he's a bigger Kong in this, so okay. that he, if you figure Godzilla, so and I'm, I'm just print, trying to find Prince this. Kong, and now he's <laughs> so, be a little bit closer to King. Yeah, so so he's he's a big guy now. Yeah. Now he can stand almost toe to toe, head to head with Godzilla yeah. in this one. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I, I was like, I didn't. I didn't think about that until like, oh, it's like, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. It's like that sets it up for even some kind of prequel of him getting to Skull Island or like Legends of Skull Island because that's how they hear about it. Right. And I will say he's adorable, isn't he? Kong Kong is absolutely adorable. And I am surprised that there hasn't been more like plushies out on the shelves and like things like that to to do this because it's PG-13. Like it's not right. It's not a hard R or anything like that. It's PG thirteen, and you know kids are going to see it. Yeah, that are in in that age that are going to want to cuddle with 
Kong. Hey, that's a hell of a toy line. Yeah. Like Kong versus Godzilla. I'd be all about that if I was I, a kid. I saw there's like some Funko Pops coming out, but like, eh. you know, that's, that's not the same thing. No. He is a, he is adorable. No, for Kong, Kong versus Godzilla, you either want like straight up action, like, you know, some good action figures or even like a Lego set. I would be all over a Lego set. Yeah. That actually would be great. Yeah. Because like a, a nice little like almost life-size Kong or like movie size and then you got the minifigures like that would that would be that'd be fun i'd that'd put that together so so a variety article i'm sorry a variety Jump article on in. is saying that kong was only 104 feet tall but godzilla is 393 feet tall like that's this is the biggest godzilla ever so i think variety has kong's size wrong i think so be, because yeah. i knew I knew going into Kong Skull Island and stuff like, okay, this is going to set up the monster verse. Yeah. They said Kong is still growing because that was my biggest gripe in all the previous in the preview stuff yeah. for Kong Skull Island. I'm like, how is he gonna get to Godzilla's size? Right. Because Godzilla's huge. Yeah, when they're you can't really tell, but un- until that end scene in Hong Kong, but like when they're in Hong Kong, they're they're face to face. So Yeah. Unless they are measuring Godzilla head to tail, which maybe mm. that would actually that would add you know a good a, a good couple hundred feet. Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, Every, you really liked this film. I did. What 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 did you like about it? So the the probably the first thing that really grabbed me of the movie is the cast. I. Really enjoyed the cast of the movie. Yeah, uh, Paperboy, uh, Brian Brian uh, Tyree Henry was great. Millie Bobby Brown, really enjoyed Millie Bobby Brown. Alexander Skarsgård. We just watched True Blood. I, I just rewatched True Blood. Ashley watched True Blood for the first time, so like, mm-hmm. still in love with him. He's, he's a gorgeous, gorgeous man. But yeah. they all did well, and uh, like it's a monster movie. So there, there's some of those lines where are super predictable, but. I really enjoyed the cast uh, as kind of the main thing. And I loved that we got right into it. Yep. No, there, there was no, no holding back. No like, buildup. It's just, it was go. just action, action, action. Felt like a, a Michael Bay film. Like we're just, <laughs> we're just going right into it. Things are blowing up. People are dying. Things are getting shot. Yeah. And it didn't do that thing that Michael Bay films do where it has like some kind of hokey romance that doesn't really fit the storyline. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, there, there was nothing pigeonholed into this just to, nope. to grab another audience nope this is literally a battle between a a kong and a godzilla and throwing a curveball with mecha godzilla that yeah I, I, did, I didn't see that coming yeah was that even in the trail i don't think that was in if, the trail at all if you followed the only reason i knew that happened and uh-huh. i i did not mean to stumble upon this and this is one of the bad things about having twitter and mm-hmm. just access to immediate information somebody that i followed uh, on red, the red river horror account yeah on twitter was holding up a mecha godzilla toy and uh. said Oh, you know, I really wish I didn't see this. And it's like, well, me too, man. Why would you post <laughs> yeah, so that? Yeah, why on would you do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn it. Yeah, I'm glad. I I'm... wish you... I. It was spoiled for me, so I have to spoil for other people. <laughs> right. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean that that was a pleasant surprise and a pleasant twist. Like I was even sitting there watching. I was like, oh, Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I oh, went cool. right to went right into oh shit mode. Yeah, I was like, this is awesome. So, and not only was that awesome. Kong's battle axe. 
Oh yeah, the the Thor hammer. Yeah, <laughs> the thorax. Which like I think that's the kind of a thing before in the first like Kong versus Godzilla thing. I think he might have popped him with like some kind of big tool. I can't point. remember because I was so pissed that Godzilla or Kong beat Godzilla mm-hmm. in the 1960s one, and that's just so like it, it was because it was an American film, you know. So Godzilla had to lose. Damn right, and all that stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> I I can't remember, but if spoiler alert for the '60s, uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. (laughs) If you haven't seen it yet, King Kong wins. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, yeah, it was the '60s. You know, yeah. (laughs) So we weren't we're we're uh, less removed from WW2 than we are from that movie now. So (laughs) right, yeah. So I I have Kong Stormbreakers A plus stuff. That I that's that was one of my my notes. So I. I, I like the uh, the battle axe what shit. That thing's so cool. It charges up. It's like radio. It, you know, it's radioactive. The little girl throughout the whole movie is was adorable too. She was. And but there was there was so many. These are like the cheesy lines that I got. Like this was the the one that caught me. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, "Well, Kong bows to no one." And the, cue the kid being outside and Kong bowing to the kid. It's like. <laughs> All right, you, you set that up. Literally, the line that made me be like, "I'm watching this," yeah, because I like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> "This is so cheesy," but I'm like, I don't even care anymore. Yeah, there there was a lot of cheesy things. Like, I felt like Millie Bobby Brown's sidekick was just straight up Ned from uh, the Spider Man MCU. Yeah, like, he's basically the same exact. Yeah, the same character except yeah. had an accent and you know was not. In Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that was a, you know, Millie Bobby Brown's thing. I loved having, you know, the podcast element in there, like a total weirdo. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. And, yeah. Like that caught me off guard at first, where it's just like, I knew he was going to be like a weirdo, but then was like, I thought the Apple part was like a joke, but he definitely wasn't joking at no, all. No. So be oh, careful with that, man. GMOs. GMOs in there. Uh, <laughs> no, you're, you're right. It, it was, I first thought, oh, okay. Podcast. Right. Yeah. But then it made sense. It, it, it made it, sense it for the world that we were living in for that film. It's like, all right, I get it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just uh, that little girl, Kaylee Hoddle. So great job. Kaylee Hoddle. She played Gia or Jaya, however they say it. Outsta- yeah. Outstanding yeah. job. You know, she mm-hmm. she kept her cool around a giant ape. And then give the little actress a lot of credit because the ape was not there at all. Right. And, yeah. You know, she hit her marks. I, I did like that when... Uh, when they were fighting that first battle scene, I'm just watching. I'm like, pick up an airplane and throw it like a paper airplane. Yes. And I'm yes. like, do it, do it, do it. And then he picks it up, and I'm like, this is... I've been waiting for this as soon as he jumped onto that that Hella carrier. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Absolutely great. I don't... Like, I'm, I'm like spacing just because it's like, like... Yeah, that opening with him on the air. There, there's the only issues with the movies. There's some continuity issues, which is perfectly fine to have cut because I don't need to see how they captured Kong to get him mm-hmm. onto the boat. Yeah. I, I just need to know that he's on the boat. Like, clearly they showed he's contained on... We've contained Skull Island. He can't escape it. So, yeah, you know. Well, it's a plow hole. How did they get Kong into the into the the net? I, okay. I, I Why does it matter? You, I will tell you guys, did though... Did you need that scene? That what, what mattered to me, though, was 
the last time we see Kong is mm-hmm. in the Vietnam War era, yeah. and now all of a sudden he's a, a pet of the humans in a Kong containment area. Mm-hmm. That I do I, that did annoy me a little bit that we didn't know how all of a sudden we're just carrying him on a uh, aircraft carrier. Yeah, well, I think it set it up as like Monarch basically put a dome around Skull Island, right? Yeah, like you know they never but, they came to him. They didn't take him for where he was from. Yeah, they they contained him, which is also kind of fucked up because there's indigenous people there that are yes. just trying to live their lives. But I guess they still could. Yeah, and, <laughs> like and it, they don't know. And that it's there's like a, a bubble there. You know, it's going in the story of the stormtroopers that died on the Death Star. It's like, all right, yeah, I, I know that they're yeah. there, but I don't need to. <laughs> I, don't, the, I don't need their backstory. You're gonna tell me that was all troopers? There weren't any independent contractors yeah. <laughs> and plumbers on there. <laughs> So we're in Act One. We're in Act One. They they move Kong somehow. Okay, fine. I guess yeah. in Godzilla vs Kong, it's all gonna it's gonna be all about the monster fights. But I was a little annoyed. It's just like oh, so we can just control Kong like that. We can just be like oh yeah, here we go. We're gonna move him. Um, I I was a little annoyed to a certain degree that they're like we are going to keep Kong contained so Godzilla doesn't come and and go after him. But then Godzilla came anyways. Like, yeah. And it's like, all right, so you're going to contain this one monster, mm-hmm. and, and they kept him tied up the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's like, just let him go. What like Right off the bat, they should have hit that button. Like, Yeah. I, it, it made no sense to me. Because that's what my wife said immediately. She's but that's, just like... That's the government. The government makes no sense. <laughs> well, that's what she said to me. She's like, okay, so... If the Earth is mostly made of water and Godzilla is amphibious and Kong can drown, well, there you go. That's the battle yeah. right there. Yeah. I mean, it almost was. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that was her thing. She's like, okay, logic would say that as soon as he gets him off the boat, all he has to do is hold him underwater until yeah. he can't uh, breathe anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you turn that into a choose your own adventure and just be like, don't release, and then just Kong just dies in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? But he doesn't, and that's no. it's just to you know in it's you know fake suspense where it's just like he's not gonna die this early. Yeah. So is it really necessary if they save that for Hong Kong, like getting to Hong Kong? Maybe it works a little better. But it was still cool. It's really cool to see him like jumping to jump aircraft carrier to aircraft carrier. Um, I thought all oh, that visual was really, really awesome for that okay. first first fight. All right, well, Joe. We, so we have Steve. Steve said the cast. He really liked the cast, the acting. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are saying that the aircraft carrier jumping and all that. That first mm-hmm. fight, very cool. Why don't we progress a little bit? What did you like about the film? It, overall, I really, I really liked how it was. You know, nonstop action. Yeah. And where there wasn't action, there was like that good. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, her little storyline of like infiltrating uh, Apex, which is still action in a yeah. in a Mission Impossible type it, yeah. action. It was yeah. it was great, and you know, you know, obviously like some of the humor is corny, but it was still like pretty funny with some of it. You know, uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Who's the podcaster? Uh, yeah, da, da, he da, was da, da, good. Da, da, da. Oh, the pot the podcaster is uh, Brian Tyree Henry. That's it. Yeah, so he he, he just does a great in, job. Uh, Atlanta on yeah, on FX. He's a paperboy. Oh, paperboy. Okay. Yeah. You, you already said that too. Yeah, yeah. So so, so yeah, no. Brian Tyree Henry. He he was good, and that's something. I just want to m- move back to Godzilla, King yeah. of the Monsters. Uh-huh. One thing, just to interject something. For me, Bradley Whitford in King of the Monsters. 
Yeah. Like I was so tired of mm-hmm. the zingers and the stupid yeah. one-liners well, and crap. That was this like, whole entire bit during that whole I, movie. And, was, and I feel so come out there and say, "Well, you know, it's a lizard." Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and that pissed me off. What this in Godzilla vs Kong, Brian Tyree Henry, uh-huh. I, I did enjoy his his comic yeah. relief in in the film. I thought it was done it, much it, better. It was more in line with his character because he was a crazy podcaster that was into all these conspiracy yeah. theories and stuff like that. So when he said it, it was more so crazy podcaster versus Ian Malcolm, you know, just trying to throw one-liners yeah. out there. Yeah. He also has a really good expressive face for like yes. that kind of thing where it's like <laughs> yeah, his yeah. reaction to things. Like one thing, like when you say paper boy, the thing I always remember is like the look on his face when the guy's like, when they're getting wings, he's like, I got lemon pepper wet. like, he's got some good facials yeah so i mean not everybody has that but it's like you know uh what's his face from uh bradley oh bradley whitford yeah Yeah. Yeah, his he's more like deadpan yeah and it doesn't doesn't jive as well and he was just like i feel like in godzilla king of the monsters and this is not this is not just we're not talking about that film but just to throw it back to a moment where in the series so far they tried to do some comic relief and i was infuriated with Bradley Whitford toward the yeah. end of Godzilla King of the Monsters. It's like, don't show him again, all right? Yeah. Let's get this human story out of the way and and take a more serious tone than this guy just throwing cr- stupid crap in the middle of it. Yeah. So I didn't find that at all in Godzilla yeah. vs. Kong. Well, in Godzilla vs. Kong, I mean, that's, that's the thing. But you said you like that movie more than oh, Godzilla oh, yes. vs. Kong. So, so, so let's go right to what you like maybe you know what you didn't like about this versus the other ones and then maybe what you did really enjoy out of this one so what i didn't like and why it's the lowest on the list yes godzilla 2014 was so good it was done so well i agree it was there was a lot of heart to the film i cared about the characters the whole movie brought me in. I saw it in 3D IMAX, and it was the spectacle. Like, them jumping out, the soldiers in Godzilla 2014, them jumping out of that airplane in the middle of that fight with uh, Godzilla and the Mutos was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in cinema Mm. in that moment. So Godzilla, it took a lot for him to beat the Mutos in the first one. Yes, it did. Got Kong Skull Island. The acting was fantastic. It had just the right amount of comic relief. The characters were interesting. I was going into Kong Skull Island knowing they were trying to build a, a series out of this, mm-hmm. a monster verse. I thought it was a film that did really well and made me care about a character that I never really cared about before, being King Kong. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this this is a good movie. Godzilla King of the Monsters, I didn't really care that much about the humans, because it was such a monster melee, but it was a monster melee in the in the Godzilla Toho sense. So they were bringing back Rodan and Mothra and yeah. King Ghidorah. So watching Godzilla King of the Monsters for a second time, it still falls behind 2014 Godzilla and Kong Skull Island. But after seeing Godzilla vs. Kong, I realize that they did do a better job in Godzilla King of the Monsters as far as the humans go, me caring about their story. This one, to me, and this is probably what people wanted, Godzilla vs. Kong was 
not only ridiculous, I know it had to be, mm-hmm. but it was very, the CGI was very noticeable to me. Mm. Something that I just think is a direction, and I love Adam Wingard, he's a great director, the scale was off in some of the scenes. And you know what, and that I, I that happens all the time in like monster type movies. I mean, especially when we're talking about Kong growing. Do you remember the first time you see Kong in Kong Skull Island? Yes. Like he's massive. Mm-hmm. And then he's okay. suddenly smaller. So you know? that threw me off. I don't know if that's like a thing because that's how the old ones are like that. Like, well, we'll, we'll just keep it in there as like, that's like a thing with these. I will say that certainly did not bother me. But I could imagine and can sympathize with why that would bother you. Yeah, like, like it's you think of the films that Gareth Edwards. So Gareth Edwards was charged with bringing Godzilla to the screen and mm-hmm. not making it this goofy fight. Ninety eight Godzilla, yeah, right. right. Like, like the, not this goofy thing. Like we had to actually care, and it had to be effective. So you get to Godzilla vs Kong. And it's almost a caricature of Godzilla in that we know from the first two Godzilla movies in this monster verse that it takes a lot for the big guy to do the atomic fire breath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he's just spouting the fire breath every chance he gets. He's like, ah, ah, ah. Like, they're, it's like, okay. That's from when they try and kill him in uh, King of the Monsters. Or yeah, they, they yeah. charge him with the nuke. But, yeah. but I'm saying. They're expecting him to die. Then he just eats it. Well, they were trying to super. They knew. So there, there's more to it with that whole center Earth thing because that was like the whole power source in center Earth, and then like Kong has that same power in his mm-hmm. battle axe. So there's something more to it, right? That's there's a missing piece that is what's causing your what's you know the part that you have the issue with like the way he like shoots his like it's not even fire breath at this point. There's like an added mythos to it that. Yeah. Something they like, don't. They don't dive into. Yeah, there's enough. something in that hollow earth where that energy is. But right. it, but it's a and good call out because here you are as a Godzilla fan and someone who has followed, probably seen most of them, and you know if not a good portion yeah. of them, and you're questioning it. So like you're, you know, and you're coming into it more with a fresh mind. It's like, well, you know. Why is this happening? And you're watching these with more of a close eye. Yeah. And mm. but I'm saying that I'm saying that's a bad thing because then someone else who doesn't know mythos and background is going to be like, well, yeah, why why is this like this? Or you come into it and go, it's a blockbuster or whatever. And and that's shit. and and I try to think I think back to the Fast and the Furious series until Paul Walker passed. I was totally on board with them getting more and more ridiculous. Yeah. With the eighth one, for some reason, I'm just like, okay, I've had enough. But when Paul Walker was still in it, I was just like, yeah, all right, let's let's have let's just let it ride. Let's get tank. We're going with tanks. We're going with whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah. and and I have to remember that this is a monster showdown. So I guess then to take it back just to the technical side of it, it looked cartoony to me at times. I didn't care as much about the humans as I would have liked. I feel like that was forced on me. This uh, relationship with King Kong and the little girl, I feel like that was like, you're forcing me to care so mm-hmm. much about this story. But that was the only story I, as as probably the human, her, that story and then the Millie Bobby Brown are like 
the only two that I kind of cared about yeah. was a little girl. Like, you know, that was important, but I really didn't care about Alexander Skarsgård. Like as much as I enjoyed his character and his, you know, acting sure. and everything, I just didn't really care about that story. If he would have died in the second act, I wouldn't have lost anything from the third act. No. Now, if the little girl died in the second act, I definitely would have. If, uh, you know, Ned, whatever whatever the kid's actual name is, the sidekick of Millie Bobby Brown, like, if he would have died second act, wouldn't have cared. Right. But I think if either Paperboy or Millie Bobby Brown did, I would have been like, all right, yeah. So, like, those were really the only two human lines that i cared about and 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 i can get in this just a little bit later when we get into a podcast but i know you guys you know really enjoyed it and had good things to say i was Mm -hmm. a little more skeptical there were some real times that took me out of the film and maybe it's a lack of seeing it i'm I'm used to seeing something like that in theaters yeah where they both looked small (laughs) to to their background So, I mean, well, for me, as I was, (laughs) I was mildly distracted during the whole movie because I was holding Eddie's two week old son. (laughs) That could be be a little, a little distracting. I literally, I'm just snuggled up with little, little Eddie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had him the entire time. I wasn't letting him go. So. And that allowed uh, me to come on and start bitching about, you know, some of the God's things. (laughs) I mean, you know, you, you and your wife relax and watch the movie while I hang out with the little guy. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was a lot like watching a a movie with my fiance. It starts up, he was a little fussy and then just fell asleep. (laughs) And that's what, you know, if I watch a movie with Mallory, it's okay. She doesn't listen. (laughs) She does sometimes. And she would, she would hundred percent agree. Yeah. Yeah. She wears it like a badge of honor. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Boop. Falls asleep. God love her. So we're in Act Two now. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think Act Two is the weakest of the three. Yeah, that's and, when but, we get to just, Pensacola and all that. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, we go to we go go you know go into Hollow Earth, do that battle. You know, Kong Kong won. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd say round two. I I think even uh, Skarsgård, his character says it like, <laughs> yeah. "Well, round two goes to Kong." <laughs> <laughs> whatever the hell he said that's Some, exactly what he said yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why i didn't but. think you would i thought with those kind of lines you would just be like okay like yes it's two big monsters fighting but you're usually 100 percent. you are 100 percent correct <laughs> okay and the problem is the things that you don't like with like all that cgi and everything i was just having so much fun watching okay yeah like yeah. i was just like smile like i felt like a kid i'm like you know, and especially like we've had talks on this podcast about it's just like I, I would never go back to the movies ever. Like I, I'd be fine with that at this point. Yeah. But this, if I was, I, I if there was another one of these, I would go to the theater to see it. It's like that is a movie theater movie. Yeah. It really and, is. Um, I'm not going. I'm not going to see. You know, a Star is Born. In theaters, like <laughs> yeah, it's a good. I, point. Those are those are the kind of movies that I'm never going to go to the theater again to yeah. see. But this, a Marvel movie, yeah, I might not go see the Eternals, but I'll go see the next yeah. big one, then the next Spider Man. You know, like I'd I will. Be, I said, you know, talked about Spider Man a couple times already. Like yeah. the next Spider Man, I will be in the theaters for for yeah. sure. And like, if this this was something where like I one of the things that keeps me out of like theaters, especially like things like IMAX, is like for the amount that you're paying for it. And if it's crowded and stuff, it's like I'm not getting my money's worth at this point because I can yeah. get a bad seat. I could be uncomfortable. Someone could be annoying as shit. And mm-hmm. it's like, but this, I would actually plan around it and see it in an IMAX. 
I bought a seventeen hundred dollar TV for a reason because it's true blacks and stuff all like that this. stuff. And yeah, and I can watch it in four K UHD and it looks fantastic. I so even going into like what you were saying where it felt more cartoony and fake, like on when I was watching it and I wasn't impaired in of any sort, I was just watching it, enjoying the movie. Going right into Act Three, like Hong Kong looked amazing. It, it, it the was city did such a a great showdown. It it felt like I was playing Rampage. Like it was mm. very like overdone in a good way. Hmm. Is how I felt about it. Hong Kong did. I will give it that. Hong Kong. The surroundings were fantastic. That that was the light. The lighting was perfect. Yeah. And Steve, I do. It, it's so weird you say that. Going into the pandemic, I had no idea. I ended up getting a 4K UHD TV, and my wife for Christmas, God love her, because she's the only person that remembers what I actually want. All I (laughs) wanted was a 4K UHD player. She got me that, so I was able to watch, before all this, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters in 4K UHD. But I had something to compare it to, because... That's fair. Mm -hmm. So when when we watched Godzilla vs. Kong, that was in 4K UHD you know, perfection. Yeah. And I still thought it looked a little, uh, wow. Interesting. Cartoony. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. I mean, it's, it's, I enjoyed that part like that, that CGI, just those battle sequences so much that I just didn't care about the cheesy one-liners, which is, I guess how some people feel about a lot of those movies with the cheesy one-liners that I don't like. Right. But I mean, the other thing, why, why hung, what did, what do you think? Why did they choose Hong Kong? Other than it's a giant city with lots of big buildings and a whole lot of people. Well, that's, I mean, that's where Apex was located. That's where Apex was located. Okay, and they released the signal. Yeah. And that's why Godzilla was so pissed off, right? Yeah. Because he he opens the movie. Did he attack? um, Not to interrupt you, but... No, no, you're fine. Did he attack Hong Kong first? Because he knew... The reason Godzilla was pissed and why he was the bad guy in the beginning was because they were building something... The Mecha Godzilla that mm-hmm. we was just like, yo, something's not right. They the Apex attracted Godzilla there, and then Godzilla blew a hole into the center of the earth. Yeah, because because they had that beacon thing. Yeah, they the, had the beacon, and I'm sure if if Godzilla can sense Kong mm-hmm. and get to Kong, I'm sure Godzilla could sense the like the skull crawlers and like those things that they had at right. Apex. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, interesting. I was just like, well, you know what? I mean, I'm sure the mainland Chinese audience absolutely loved watching Hong Kong get obliterated. <laughs> oh. I mean, think about it. If I was from Beijing, I'd be like, yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, watching, you know, Los Angeles, you know, get destroyed. It's like, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. We're like in New York. I'm just like, oh, yeah. all right, cool. Cool. It's not Philly. Nice. Cool. It's not here. <laughs> but we did get, you know, a quick Philly. Uh, Reference, you know, we're in Philly for what 30 seconds of the movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. about. They got some yeah. stock footage there and said, Hey, yeah. they're, this, they're this in is happening in Philly. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Mm. Always, get Always get excited with the little hometown thing, but um, yeah, I mean, anyway, I mean, the, the whole destruction of all the buildings, it's like I go through that weird thing where I'm just like, This will never get rebuilt, you just got to consider, mm-hmm. like, that's just donezo. And I, I would love a post-apocalyptic movie that's like after the mo- like the monsters are gone, but it's just the the arguments and the pol- politics of the rebuild, the rebuild, which yeah. the Avengers actually gets into. Yeah, they do, and they cover it quickly. 
and and, I, and really I, well. I, I mean, wouldn't mind like just like a very dry drama Marvel of like just yeah Parks and Rec, but yeah, <laughs> Actually, yeah, make it I a mean, comedy. Is Let's that do after Parks the snap? Is that is that what you're saying? Before, before so it's oh. after, there's like that's the whole thing that leads into Civil War is like you know politics getting involved. Same thing with like X Men with like X Two. Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotcha. You know, where it's like, now it's like the human element gets involved. It's like, how do we police those who cannot be policed? And so that's you know, who's so going to pay for all this destruction? There's so many casualties. I mean, think of how many people would have had to die in that final scene of... Yeah, Hong Kong is a city of... Let's let's, let's play a little game here. I mean, like first, I mean... First, I would what, say... What do you think the say, population of Hong Kong is off the top of your head? Oh, Jesus. Oh. The pop- um, Wow, that's a freaking tough one. <laughs> Uh, let's just go with an easy one. So if, if Philly's 1.5 mil and New York City's 8 mil, I'm just going to say 3.5 mil. I got to look a little higher. Okay. Okay. So, so seven, seven, seven and a half, half. million. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a big city. So that's a big city. <laughs> that's a big freaking I mean, city. Population-wise. And, and what percentage of the city do you think they destroyed? 50%. Yeah. So there you go. Like So there's, pro- there's probably casualties yeah. in... The millions. Yeah, there's no no yeah. nowhere for anyone to go. Yeah, like the thing about Hong Kong is it's built up. Well, yeah, and that so and most I mean, people live in those apartments, like and, those and the, buildings those, they're knocking into. Well, yeah, and they're just and the buildings are going down. Like there was yeah. one scene where there's a girl just running down the street, running down like a pathway, and it's like still has her bag from shopping, and it's like yeah. First of all, put your bag down and <laughs> know, just run faster. I know a guy who lives in Hong Kong. I should hit him up. Be like, hey, man, how many people died when uh, that fight? <laughs> <laughs> you, you also, saw... are you still alive in that documentary, Godzilla vs. King Kong? <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but see, this is something, and you probably forgive it because, hey, you need these two big monsters to fight each other. Yeah. Godzilla 2014 did this so well. San Francisco was destroyed. Yeah. People were they were gathering people hurricane style at Candlestick Park. Right. And exactly. Th- and then in Godzilla King of the Monsters, they're referencing wow, yeah, 2014. That's right. So okay. this movie, I get it, it probably doesn't have to do that, but we no. really felt that in 2014. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I think whatever comes after this, and and I have not looked into what the next plans are. And I don't even think there really is set in stone plans for this franchise moving forward mm. but or the monster verse or whatever you want to call it but i will say that whatever we don't need to get into hong kong like it, i think it's gonna be <laughs> so far removed from this movie yeah that it's just gonna skip over that stuff i think so too i mean it was just cool to have the mecha godzilla pop out it was cool to have you know i mean i mean Ed, i thought you were gonna be happy with this because i mean godzilla had had him beat I will say if here, Mecha Godzilla didn't make an appearance, I mean, I mean, Zilla had him. Here's here's my, my my positives. Yeah. So yes, I thought if you're going to make a whole movie about how Godzilla's the king of the monsters and they're all bowing to him, well, there's clearly one of the titans that's not going to bow to him, and that's Kong. Yeah, Kong bows to no one. So I was happy about that because the thing is, you can't now tell the story. Of him being the king of the monsters and him not win. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't make logical sense. He has to win. And not even because I like him more. Of course, I like him more and I want to see him win, but that was that was good. This, what you're touching on, though, is something throughout the entire MonsterVerse that I just wanted to get your guys' perspective on. Sure. How do you feel about 
every Titan that's a good guy always needs help. Well, that, I mean, that's what I was touching on at the beginning and why I really put it into like the almost like a wrestling thing where it's like they're against all odds, but it's it's just Godzilla. Like they're they just can't stand up to Godzilla. Like but King Ghidorah could. Like like so without without the humans interacting in Godzilla King of the Monsters, Godzilla would have been not dead, but he was recharging Fair. or whatever. So he he got beat by King mm-hmm. Ghidorah one Two, when he's fighting King Ghidorah at the end, without Mothra's sacrifice to revive him, he loses that too. So he needed help twice yeah. in King of the Monsters. In 2014, the humans with, uh, oh my gosh, Aaron Taylor Johnson? What's that guy's name that was the main? Um, yeah, that's it. That's that's uh, it? Yeah. Kick-ass? I think so. Yeah. So he, he blows up the the babies of the Muto and mm-hmm. that's what like Godzilla is getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah. And then that explosion happens and one like, Oh God, the babies. So now the Mutos leave to go see what the hell happened to the babies that gives Godzilla enough time to then come back and beat them. Yeah. I, well, so it, the only thing I'll say to that is in all of those scenarios, the, the other one is like the bad guy. So like, I, I get what you're saying, but you, you, it's, it's just a very poor plot point that you're just gonna <laughs> right. you're just gonna have like and and there it's formal formulaic. All of these movies are going to be and that yeah. You, I, you get to that third act, you get to that that point where you just need the all right. Well, they're up against the ropes. How do they get back? Mm-hmm. And what is the I think that gets written in a lot of times in the movies, so it gives like regular people something to cheer for. Yeah. Like it's there, so it's like <laughs> the humans. It's like, did the, it. it's like Joe Everyman got in there and and saved yeah. the day. I mean, what what is Han Solo's character? Yeah, he's yeah, not. He's point. got no superpowers. He can just fly he's a ship and hangs out with a you know a Wookie. But he helps out the Jedi. He does. I mean, and that's again, guys. We're talking about. A two hundred million dollar movie. Yeah, we are. So I, I am thinking about this. I think way too critically. I just really appreciate the emotion and the care, and the storytelling of Godzilla twenty fourteen. That moving forward, I, I should be more mindful that hey, people want to see monsters fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I asking all these questions? Yeah. Let them fight. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's all it comes down to. I, I don't want to. I don't want to put this on the same level as Transformers Four, you know, or something like that. <laughs> oh, but like, you know, bring up Michael Bay again. Like that is what people want to see. They want to yeah. see two Transformers fighting. They don't care. They recast Shia LaBeouf. They recast Megan Fox. It's like, yeah, yeah whatever. We'll just throw another guy and a girl in there. It doesn't <laughs> matter. And you know, if they die, they die. Whatever. Yeah. And it's just it's the the human part of those movies are just really badly written. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think these ones have a little more fun to them. I, even though there's the cheesy lines, but it definitely more enjoyable without the the fights. And fuck Michael Bay because the first Transformers that ending fight in the first one is so underwhelming and so mm-hmm. fast that it just it just left a bad taste in my mouth and I still am mad about it to this day. Hmm. And this has been Transformers Talk with Joseph Kresge. <laughs> he was no. angry. He was angry. I got up early, went to the movies in the morning. Ed, you were there. 
Uh, we saw the second one in the movies. Was it I, the second? I saw the second one in IMAX what for the sure. Fuck? I thought that was the, the one we one saw was with bad. Bob. Yeah, it was really bad. That was the second one. Oh, Christ. I even got, I got up and saw the second one. Ah, well. I, I drove over ah. an hour to go to the IMAX to see the second one. And it it just, was not fun. Eh. Well, well, if you were if you were to give, eh, this, gross. We'll, we'll never rate the second one. It'll never be reviewed on RedRiverHard.com. So, how many boats out of five for Transformers Two, Joe? Zero. Okay, uh, zero boats in the canal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'll give it one because of the fighting. Yeah, look. <laughs> I'll put it this way. I I mean, I don't have much else to say about Kong versus Godzilla other than this entire new franchise was something that I wanted to do for this podcast more so as a joke for laughs, and it completely surprised me, and I can't believe how much I enjoyed it. I mean, that I mean, even like that first Godzilla, it, I mean, I see where, you know, it's 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 good, but like I got bored at times. Mm. And I mean, that's just me, and that's fine. But I was not expecting to have this much fun watching. I I did my this. I did my best not to be on my phone or do anything while I watched this, and mm-hmm. I think it kept my attention pretty well. Yeah, you know, I, I I think I went in and made dinner at one point, but that was like it was, I was sous vide something, so I was just taking it out of a bag. Yeah, but like other than that, it held my attention pretty well. I think the final fight was fantastic. I think the I love the head rip off of. Mecha Godzilla. Oh that my! Was, that was God. absolutely epic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want to use that word, but it really was in in all forms of it. So it was a an awesome, awesome visual. I think the um, the only other thing that I thought was funny was Godzilla basically did like a the I'm all right. I'm a head out meme. It was just at the end. It's like all right, see you later. Yeah, he <laughs> legit. He just peaced out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that you, was you deal with this. Yeah, I knew, I knew going in just because we're we're accustomed to this now. We've grown up with the MCU and all that other crap. We we knew what was going to happen was well, Godzilla and Kong. By the end of the movie, there's going to be a greater threat. Yeah, because that's what pissed me off when I was. Yeah, uh, w- w- I was making fun of you guys on your old podcast with the Civil War. I'm like, wait a minute. Yes. Now, now Captain America's fighting Tony Stark. <laughs> I'm like, guys, what the hell is going on? You're fucking driving me crazy when you started watching them and just would like text me like <laughs> random questions, like just watch the movie. <laughs> so, so I knew it's like okay, they they are not ultimately going to be <laughs> the enemies at the yeah. end. But right. I did like if you're saying Godzilla is king of the monsters, he did put Kong down, put his knee on his chest, and said, "Yo, dude, I'm the king." And I liked that. I, I appreciated yeah. that. And he's not King Kong. It's just Kong. It's just yeah. Kong. No one's dropped a king in there, right? So I but, mean, but there, but uh, Hong Kong was all just just a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hong Kong was awesome. Yeah. It, it was it was worth it. It was I have to see that one. I've seen every movie in this franchise up to this point in IMAX. Mm. I think I think I got to see you this go one. Do it. Yeah. Honestly, I, if it was re-released in IMAX, I'd probably go see it. I am curious if if they did, if they would do it. I don't know if you've ever done the the 40, the IMAX like 40 no, experience. No, no, no. So I did that for Star Wars uh I don't. I don't know if it was. It'd have to be nine. Uh, yeah, it had to be. I saw eight with you. Yeah. So wouldn't well, I, I went because we kept I saying, "Go see my, a Star Wars." Yeah, I went by myself mm-hmm. and saw this, and it was like literally you're in a seat, and it's like you're on a like one of those rides that 
would be, you know, their own standalone thing in the middle of the mall where it's like, all right, and we're going to go on a, okay. on a tour of Egypt and you're floating uh, over Egypt. Ah, yes. So like when you're, when it's, you know, the TIE fighter going, your seat is going with the TIE fighter. And I like now, that. now we just landed in the forest and now it smells like the forest in here and like stupid mm. little things. And it was, you know, $5 more, but it was fun. I would go see this. I get in down that. with that. I could totally get down Again, with that. splash in the face when yeah. we're in the ocean. Like, yeah, the only 4D movie I ever saw was a short, and it was at Universal Studios, and it was Shrek 4D. Well, they have they have a they have a 4D <laughs> at at KOP. They do yeah. great. I hope it ripped out that RPX and then put that in there because that RPX was crap. Joe, it's, it's in the RPX. So I is, have okay. So those seats actually have a purpose. We just didn't. Well, we just saw the wrong movie in there for the Maybe. first time. I we have, saw the new Blair Witch Project in there. Oh, wait. no! The, damn it! I Sorry. have a, I have a callback to the RPX. So who directed Blair Witch, the 2016 one? Who directed it? It's not. The, is it the same guy who did this? Adam Wingard. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> How about that? Look at that. What a tie! It. Six Whoa! degrees of Adam Wingard. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Is that crazy? Yeah. So so he. We were just talking about that off the cuff, and it's like turns out it's another movie. That, that same is. director of Godzilla versus Kong. So we saw RPX, and the greatest thing was so we yeah. saw the new Blair Witch in RPX, and it was way more, and we're all like, why are we paying like eight dollars more? And it was just a bigger seat. It, that didn't, yeah, yeah. It didn't well, it recline. It was a taller seat. It was tighter, like had no give. It was like a seat that would be in an amusement park. Yeah. So that's <laughs> really in, in a in a movie that could use it. Yeah. It'd be fun. <laughs> this one didn't. Yeah. No. So at all. You tweeted at, I think rightly, at um, whomever it was, whoever the theater host is regal yeah regal. i think that's regal yeah so you put- I, w- I went on a very long rant on talking nerdy about this <laughs> i think it was the entire episode well it, it, what was it really perpec- perplexing expense that was your <laughs> that was your tweet to the regal and it was and mo- me and my wife were just like that's that's perfect that is just, pretty perfect <laughs> eight dollars like um don't go and see this in the rpx rpx is really perpec- perplexing expense <laughs> i like right. that it was a good one. Oh my god, I can't I can't believe you remembered that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too funny. And then what I've even wrote an article is like uh failed to make because it's like 2015, 16. It was like make the great make the Blair Witch great again. I, I did a missed do a, opportunity. That was you, right? I did the movie yeah. review. A missed opportunity to make the Blair Witch great again. Well, that did have opportunity. Well, yeah. This director has totally redeemed himself with Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> How so, about that? Any, any other fun notes you got? Uh, Skarsgård dressed as Marty McFly for some reason. That that was just the last note I have. And also, who won? We did. We did. Oh, <laughs> we did. I. So that's. I'll wrap up my final thoughts. I was happy to see that in the fighting part of it, Godzilla did ultimately win because I think we the audience would have got snubbed if you built up Godzilla to be like the great equalizer on Earth. Yeah. So, mm. so, but the Hong Kong was fantastic. It's, it's the weakest film in the series to me, but this monster verse, I'm just going to put it out there. It's so much better than all the other verses. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it's fun and I'm hoping for more of it. Yes. Me too. There, there is, it's a small amount. It, it, it definitely, I will say in, in, 
total terms of quality, mm-hmm. it is the best right now. I agree yeah. with that, and I'm I am a pretty big MCU fan. Okay. So. Oh wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, for me, but, saying but that, there, that's... but there's misses in the MCU where right now we're pretty much four for four. Yeah, but, I agree. Before Endgame, like before those those last two Avengers, I mean, when it was just Age of Ultron and the Avengers, you would be hard to find someone who said that the verses like those were the best yeah. of the MCU. It was just tying everything together, just like whoa, basically what this movie was. Yeah. But even in horror, the Conjuring universe has mm-hmm. slipped. The first Annabelle, I did not like. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nun was good visually, but I didn't. I think that that was a missed opportunity. I thought it was an okay horror film. Mm-hmm. Just thought it was a missed opportunity. But quality, like all of these films in the MonsterVerse from Legendary and Warner Brothers, are good. Yeah, and, and you know, there's like one of the things where um, I was like, oh well, would Godzilla and King Kong count? And like, yeah, these count. For for our purposes, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I think so. Those monsters, they're a lot of fun. They're really cool. Um, what would you give it rating wise? For uh. for me, so Eddie, the rules on if you're going to give it canoes, no halves. I agree. Eddie says yeah. no halves. Yeah. So we follow those rules. And for me, for this one, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Whoa, that's strong. Yeah, I mean, I am also going to give it a four out of five. <sighs> Guys, that's big territory. Yeah. I'm going to go three boats out of five. Three boats. Yep. Hey, I don't think that's a bad score, though, either. No, it's not. No, because the thing is, a, you can make or break with this boat rating system and no halves. If you give something a two, it's just like, all right, I didn't really like this, mm-hmm. but it's not as bad as the worst horror movie I've ever seen, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like yeah. some of the really bad stuff. So so I, it, it's a make or break number. I give it a three. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, mean, I can't argue with it because, you know, we did fours. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that far off, but you know, hey, you know, let's uh, let's close up shop here. Oh my gosh, I'm tugging on wires. Uh, let's close up shop here for now because you know this has been episode number thirty-seven of the Red River Horror Podcast. Steve, tell the people where they can find you. They can find me on Instagram at re- Keystone underscore Retro. I was trying you to run with your personal account. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say <laughs> you can also get me at the Macho Man Randy Travis as yeah. well, but Keystone underscore underscroll retro <laughs> is the easier one hell yeah and then of course you can find eddie over at red river horror he's running the show yeah mm-hmm. on twitter tony todd tuesday and women in horror wednesday join us yes ah oh, man we we missed one on like just yesterday was just so busy that we you know we should have did a shout out to kelly Rowland for women in horror wednesday because it was the theme of oh man episode mm. swing to miss actually i shouted out to her and tagged her on instagram in case you saw it but hey booyah she never got back to me uh, we ain't trying maybe i'll try but you know of course you can email your suggestions or tweet them at red river horror red river horror at gmail.com you can find me at red river joe got some other exciting things hope you enjoyed the versus series i got another whole series idea that i'll keep under wraps i'm gonna tell these people after i uh, turn off the microphone anyway remember folks to keep traveling those channels of fear